marriage, hauntings, murder, we've got it all. A husband and wife talking about all things real, scary, and truthful. Welcome to our podcast. What's up? What's up? Eric just tried to blind me. So, I see a big blue spot. So, there's that. You'll be fine. Tell that to my right eye. Okay. My good eye. Good eye. My good eye. Is there anyone to blind your mouth? <laughs> then you'd have to tell the stories. No, there just wouldn't, How be, that a, work? wouldn't be a podcast today. Uh, I ain't telling no stories. Just today? You're only going to blind my mouth for a week? Yeah, it's temporary. Well, tell that to my eye because I can still see the spot. Your eye will be fine in like five minutes. Oh. So. That last name is not bright. Yep. <laughs> He shined this giant ass flashlight into my eye. It's a tactical flashlight. Yeah. And wonders why I'm like, oh, there we go. There it is. So this podcast is about to be a true crime of our own podcast. (laughs) Drama queen. (laughs) Just kidding. Whatever. What's up? What if like a voice was like, nothing. Wow. I would I'm assuming the podcast episode would change subject. Peace out. <laughs> and you would never hear from me again. Why? I wouldn't. No, I'm saying nobody. I would because I would nobody be would. terrified and die probably. Like if we were ever in here doing the podcast and we were like, what's up? And the voice just went, nothing. You wouldn't be like, what? Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'd be like, that's weird. Onward. <laughs> Whatever. I don't think I've ever said the word dog <laughs> in my life. Uh, It'd be weird, but at least we have a camera in here. We'd catch it. Uh, well, it didn't have to be in here. I'm just saying. I send that to Zach Baggins and be like, see, this is what an actual ghost sounds Oh, like. my. Here we go. We're only, what, two minutes in? <laughs> Already talking shit. Well. Um, I'm trying to think. We have it. There's like, no... No updates about any of the cases were what episode nineteen? We almost to episode twenty. I don't have a clue which one it is. No, I'm telling you. Oh. <laughs> I mean, why would I ask you? You just show up barely. I live here, so barely, I have to show up. Barely show up. Um, yeah. The only thing I read, I guess, this week that was strange was that thing that I sent you that said. The man thought there was an intruder, but shot his wife instead. Did you yeah. did you read that article, or did you just look at the... No, I didn't read it. Why? Well, because it said it all in the title. <laughs> no, it's weird. So, I don't... I couldn't tell if she was outside. Maybe she was just in the house. It made it seem like it was, she was outside, but I don't think she would be outside and just in the night. So, he wakes up. He thinks there's an intruder. And he reaches over, you know, like if we were in bed and you like reached over and you were like, okay, well, you're here, you know, like feeling for me or whatever. And you're like, okay, there she is. So there's obviously not her. So I'm going to get this person that's intruding. Right. So he gets his gun and shoots, shot her in the head. So he was like point blank, like if it would have been an intruder. Doesn't mean you have to be point blank. Shoot him in the head. Well, he did. He shot him right in the head. And so, 
it of course it turned out to be his wife and she did die but they did save the baby she was pregnant they did save the baby um but it said that what he felt when he like rolled over and was like patting her i'm like patting you like they can see me but like knock him in the neck so when he rolled over to feel her what he felt was the dog Okay. Now he murdered her. <laughs> I don't think he That's did. Too easy. But I'm saying, like, because you know, you're like half asleep, blah blah. But I feel Mm-mm. like I would still I know the difference. In my bed, and I would know the difference. Of the dog, yeah. There they are. Yeah. Speak of the devil. Um, they would know it. I feel like I would know the difference. They know the difference. Yeah. Doorbell went off. So I stopped it because. They're the worst. And Eric was like, I bet it's really quiet. I bet you no, can't No, I didn't say that. I said, maybe you can barely hear no, it. No, you did. You said, I bet it's really quiet on there, but they can't even hear it. And so I played it back for him, and I was like, yeah, listen to how quiet they are. They're dogs. Anyway. They're big, bad dogs. Yeah. So, yeah, he thought the dog was his wife. So I'm like, was the dog under the covers, maybe? Because that's the only way that that would make sense to me. Because some people's dogs do sleep under the covers. But, like... That's the only way that that can make sense to me. It wouldn't matter either way. Because if you wake up enough to feel around something and you think someone's in your house, you're going to wake up to either, at least, I would be like, at least tell you or something. Tell me what? That someone's in the house and be fucking prepared if something happens. Just going to leave you sleeping there? I don't know. I guess. So he just... And they have another son. Apparently just was half-assed asleep, just tapped... On his side. That's and was like, oh, I yeah, was... sure. That's probably my wife. Yeah. That's what I'm assuming. No. But they were, because they, they were like, we are obviously investigating it. But, I mean, we think it was just like a super unfortunate accident because he's never had any crime. Like, he's never done anything. Never, like, like domestic abuse. Like, nothing. So, they're just like, we just think it was like a really unfortunate thing. I don't It's crazy. That. You never do. It sounds weird. It's fishy. You never. You I don't, don't get why wouldn't anything. you wake up your significant other I don't and be know. Like, just be like, "Hey, there's somebody in the house. Get fucking some clothes on or something." Clothes on. Do something. <laughs> be ready to call nine one one or something. Your clothes on. Well, I have. I sleep in clothes. I, the, you're focusing on the wrong thing. I don't give a shit if they got clothes on or not. No, I'm saying that. Was wouldn't you I'm... wake your your partner up and be like, "Hey, get the fucking phone. Well, and get mean, ready to call nine one one. There's somebody in the house." Obviously, but it's also like. If he got up and he's like, oh, I can just shoot this guy and then be done with it. Like, you wouldn't want, like, if this person had a gun, you wouldn't want them to get up and shoot your wife. So, he was like, well, I'll just take care of it, I guess. Mm-mm. But, I don't know. I wasn't there. It's weird. I'm just telling you, that's the only thing I've read this week, I guess. I guess that's all I got. I got nothing. I don't know. That's all I got. Waiting on the election results still. <laughs> We're still we still don't know who our father is going to be in January. <laughs> our father. That's weird. Have you not seen those memes that are like, we're like the people on Mari waiting to hear if we're the, not the father or whatever. Like that's all I can think of. It's going to be more like a custody battle, isn't it? I don't know. Who wants us? Who's getting us in the Who door? wants us? Yeah. We're never going to know, I guess. Nevada's taking their sweet A time. A few states are. It'll be a while. Probably another week. 
Remember when you used to could just go to bed and wake up and do you know who the president was? <laughs> Remember those days? Not really. Yes, that's how it always is. They're like they count the ballots until whatever time, and you wake up in the morning and you're like, "Oh, it's Barack Obama." Like, and then now they're like, "Honey, you gotta wait." <laughs> well, they got eight hundred billion million ballots, so we still gotta count. You be waiting. So maybe next week we'll know who the president. Maybe by next Saturday when episode twenty comes out, we'll know who the president is. It's probably the most I've ever talked about politics. Uh, probably, but it's a strange time. Mm, it's been a strange time. <laughs> okay, so are you ready? Mm-hmm. Do you want to guess what you think we're doing? No. <laughs> Just <laughs> no. Nope. Do you think it's a murder? I'm not guessing. But if guess. You're trying to trick me into guessing. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> take a shot at it. Nope. Take a sh- take a shirt. Take a girth. No, let's go. Oh my god, you are so boring. <laughs> boring parade. Bore, 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 bore. I'm just going to keep annoying you until you take a guess. This is going to be a really long and weird episode. <laughs> Do you think it's... Yep. <laughs> I'm going to kill you myself. All right, what is it? I don't know. Oh, my God, it's, it's a... a murder. <laughs> it isn't. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, he's like this all the time. Real ball of energy, real super fun. Well, this is who the hell wah, I am. Wah. You asked me to do a podcast. I know I did. You know who I am. Do I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess a murder. Hello. It's not. Okay. Dang. <laughs> I got it wrong. I mean, I guess it could be. Oh I don't my really God. know. You don't even know what it is. I do know what it is. It's a disappearance. So it could be a murder. That's why I just said that. So it could be a murder, though. Uh, somebody come get him. <laughs> somebody take him. Take him away. So here's a question for you. Have you ever wondered who the first people were on the back of a milk carton? No. Or like why they, even still do that? they were on the back of a milk carton. Well, there's not really milk cartons anymore. But have you ever wondered like why da da da? Why are these people on milk cartons? No. Well, you're going to find out. Because the people we're talking about today or the first people... On the back of a milk carton. It's more than once. It can only be one. There's two people in this. So they were the first people ever to be milk carton missing persons, I guess. Did it have a name? Was it just like, I don't know. I mean, I remember it. Like, I remember. How in the world? There's no way you remember that. I remember that being a thing. I didn't say I ever bought milk and there was somebody on it. But I I remember it being a thing. Like, like. Kids now are, if they're listening to this, they're probably like, people were on the back of milk cartons because they don't, I don't think they do it. I remember seeing it on TV. I don't, I don't think I've probably ever seen one. Um, I don't know when they stopped. I know, doing I'm it, like, but... now I gotta Google. When did they stop putting missing persons on milk cartons? Milk cartons stopped uh, in the late 1980s. I it said because they worried that they frightened children. 
Well. <laughs> huh. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. So maybe I did see one when I was a kid. I don't know what to say. I don't know. I don't know what to say to that. So I don't know if these people were the first people on the milk carton ever or if they were the first people on the milk carton in the UK. Uh, because this is in the UK. So, but they ca it's called the mystery of the milk carton kids. So it kind of sounds like a Are You Afraid of the Dark episode. Goosebumps. <laughs> so, like the what, Midnight Society mm -hmm. presents the mystery of the milk carton kids. Or whatever. I threw the coffee creamer in the fire. I know, but I feel like there was like a like a sound too. I don't think so. Oh. So let's go. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> let's go. Okay, so this article was written in 2016, so it said 20 years ago, so it'd be 24 years ago now, obviously. Um that's math, math for you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks. Um so, uh, on a cold December night, 24 years ago, two boys went out to play, and two hours later, they vanished. So, it says, so whatever happened to the milk carton kids? Dun, dun, dun. I'm gonna, I thought you were asking me. I'm like, I don't, I'm waiting on you to tell me. <laughs> you tell me. So, it was the day after Christmas, of course. How horrible. Um... And it's getting to Christmas time. That was not even, that was an accident. Didn't plan it. Didn't plan it holiday. I mean, it's only November, but it's Christmas in our house. <laughs> mm -hmm. We got that tree up. Um, so it was the day after Christmas and Patrick Warren and his friend David Spencer, uh, they'd spent the day together. They were playing near their home homes in Chelmsley Wood. It was a sprawling working class estate um, on the edge of Birmingham. So they were only 11 and 12 and it said, you know, like back then, they just, it's kind of like when we were kids, you could play outside and people were just like, whatever, because there wasn't a lot happening. Um, so they're roaming around the estate. It was close to midnight though. And so David went home around midnight to his home in Circus Avenue. If I went home at midnight at, at 11, 11, my, or close to midnight, my mom would have murdered me. Not mine. Ain't nobody want to take us badass kids. My, my my mom would have been like, bitch. Well, she would have had the cops after me a long time ago. When the street, <laughs> when lights, the street came lights came on. Exactly. She'd have been like, I don't think so. But this again was in like, what, the 70s, 80s, 70s. So it was a different time. Um, it said, so David went home. He told his mom he was going to spend the night at Patrick's brother's house, which is a short walk away. But instead of staying there, they decided to go out a little longer. Oh, yeah. Like just do what you're gonna, what you're supposed to do, you know. And not that this is their fault, but there's creepy people out there. Just stay inside. <laughs> just don't, don't stay inside. Just don't go anywhere. Um. So it said. It says together they drifted unnoticed in the cold dark, past houses lit up with Christmas decorations. Whoever wrote this article, it's like. Unsolved Mysteries. You know how they always like narrate mm. it? Well, not now, but like back in the day, they'd be like, it was a cold, dark evening. There was a bunch of fog or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you 
You know what I'm talking about? They would always narrate it like, what's the word I'm looking for? Ominously. Right? All right. What a, sure. You didn't watch Unsolved Mysteries? And maybe, he was even. Maybe this is 20 years ago. And he ago. was I even standing in like a creepy. Like I know he, he had a trench coat. Yeah. On. And he would be like standing in an alley. Like, why do you yeah. have to do that? <laughs> just, a dimly lit, foggy alley. Yeah. Like, just do it from your couch. It's fine. <laughs> Well, no, that's boring. <laughs> he could be like Christmas, like Christmas movies, you know, like when they're like telling stories in front of a fireplace. He was like, no, I have to be in a dimly lit alley with a trench coat. Like to me, you're, you should be on America's Most Wanted. Not rude. <laughs> no respect. No respect. Um, so it says they were walking around doing whatever. Patrick was riding his brand new red bicycle that he had gotten the previous day um, for Christmas. So he's like, I'm going to show this off. I'm going to show off my new bike. My, what were they called? I was thinking. Didn't, the, didn't bikes have like a red bike had a name? Uh, what am I trying to think uh, of? No. <laughs> like a rock. I don't know. I can see it in my mind. Uh, so he's riding his bike. Uh, David was on foot, so that's not fair. You ain't no pigs. <laughs> he's like, you ain't got no pigs. Um, so he's riding his bike. David's walking. They're walking down the hill. They cross the road, and they go to a gas station. Um, it says they asked the attendant for a packet of biscuits. The attendant saw them walk away towards Chelmsley Wood, Chelmsley Wood Shopping Center, and this was the last time they were seen alive. So they got biscuits, which I'm assuming cookies. is cookies. Um, and then that was the last time they saw him. So Patrick, he was also known as Patty, P-A-D-D-Y, not P-A-T-T. He was one of seven siblings from an Irish family. He played football. He liked noodles. He used to rib his mom about her Irish accent when she lost his temper, it says. Do you know what that means? No. He would like mess with her, like joke with her. Okay. I kind of <laughs> figured that, but I didn't really need a definition. But. Well, you looked like you were like, mm. it says, um, they said he was a bit on the wild side. They were like, there's no point in saying that he was like an angel child because he wasn't. He liked to play jokes, um, but it said his parents and his teachers obviously said he was a terrific lad. He was always good in school, but he was a little bit of a little bit of a little wild child. But he had freaking what six brothers and sisters or whatever. Probably had to like fight for attention if I had to guess. So David, it says he was a keen boxer. And it said that his mother said that he was adorable, lovely lad, but he also had a troubled side. Of course. It says, uh, petty misdemeanors that landed him in and out of youth court. He was eventually excluded from mainstream schooling at age 12. So he was obviously the older one. Said he doesn't doesn't like discipline. You couldn't tell him what to do. Amen. His, mo <laughs> his mother said that one year after his disappearance. He was aggressive. And if someone caused him grief, he took the law into his own hands and used force to keep them off his back, which was unacceptable. Dang, this kid's like... Tough guy. <laughs> but come on then. Um, it says a former teacher said that he had quite a presence. <laughs> like, is that good or bad? <laughs> is that... Is that good? No. Talking about a kid here. 
Well, then literally up before that, they were like, uh, he'll whoop your ass. He just didn't take no shit. <laughs> He's fine. It says there was a significant number of boys who were troubled, but David was different. It was his unpredictability. You couldn't tell with him with something was wrong or something was about to go wrong. It says when he wasn't found, they were surprised because um, he was one of the most streetwise people they had had at the time. So they were like, I mean, he's out there beating people up. Why are they going to take him? He was also on foot. He went on a bike. And if he would have had a bike. So they, he goes missing, or he, they go missing. And, of course, the police were like, okay, this is what we're going to do. They knocked on doors. They talked to neighbors. They searched buildings. They checked places they were known to play, but they couldn't find anything. Um, it said they made appeals in papers urging them to come home. And um, it said that they would talk like we really need to find them. But then in the same breath, they would be like, well, they're streetwise. So, I mean, they should be home. Like they weren't really taking it seriously. They were just like, eh, two troubled boys. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Um, it said it was a word that cropped up on numerous occasions in the weeks that followed. There were no confirmed sightings, but the senior officers told the media that there was no reason to believe that the boys had come to any harm. They thought that they were playing a prank or staying with friends. So, like, these people's kids are missing, and they're like, they're just, they're just screwing with you. They'll be mm -hmm. back. No. Hell no. It says a 500-pound reward was offered for information on someone who might be sheltering them. So I literally thought that like mm, runway or something. Can you imagine? No, my my something happened and they're like, no. It's because they're bad. Mm -mm. No, I'd be owning that police station. Um, it says in late January they held a press conference where the boys' mothers appealed for them to come home. And it says then in April, they uh Patty and David, the first children to appear on four pint milk cartons in uh, 770 Iceland stores as part of a campaign by the National Missing Persons Helpline. So they weren't the first, but I guess the first in Iceland. 770 stores. That's a lot of milk. That's a lot. And it was how much? Four pint? I don't know how much that is. Do you know? In Iceland? What? No, not no, the saying. price. Like how big that is. Is it like a... Like, how big is a pint? Hell, I know. I've been out of school for 20 years. <laughs> it said that they hoped that the scheme would be successful as its American counterpart, which uh, first made famous over there. Uh, the first poster boy for the one in America was a boy named, Et I'm going to say, Etan? E-T-A-N? Pats? I don't know. I'm wondering why, it's, why, why they put him out in Iceland. That isn't in Iceland, is it? I don't know. It said Birmingham, didn't it? Let's go back. Let's travel back. Uh, a working class estate on the edge of Birmingham. Is that Iceland? No. <laughs> there might be a Birmingham in Iceland. <laughs> I, that'd be a, that's a pretty weird name to be in Iceland. No, he says. Let us see. It says West Midlands, whatever that means. So I don't really know. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know. Let's yeah. see. Hover. West Midlands, England. That's uh, what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, wow. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, it says the local media named the boys the milk carton kids, but after a four-week run on the side of the cartons, there were no leads. Um, so they were like... Oh, yeah. They put milk cartons out in Iceland. <laughs> Nobody's seen them. National missing person. So it pretty much looks the same exact way that it did over here. Um, it said the the police still thought that the boys were runaways. Um, it says the that Patty's bike, the one that he got for Christmas or whatever the day before they went missing, um, had Wait, been. I hope you with no pegs. It says a prized Apollo laser, so it does have a name. Mm-hmm. Um, it had been found apparently abandoned behind the petrol station where they were last seen. It says, oh. though it was discovered on December 27th, they did not realize it was his until several, several weeks later. Well, where... Wh- so somebody snatched him up. What it sounds like. Yeah. Why, they, ain't run, they ain't running away on foot. I don't know why you would... Uh, and if you and if you were an 11-year-old boy that got a brand new bicycle, you would not be like, I'm just going to leave this here. If you were running away, you'd take it with you. How about get on the handlebars, bro? Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. But I don't, I mean, if you found it, why wouldn't you be like, I bet this is theirs? Why would you just assume? You could ask the parents, show it to the parents. Does this bike look familiar? But instead they're like, eh. Yeah. It says, um, Mark Cowan, a former Birmingham uh, crime reporter who covered the case for 15 years, believes it should have indicated that the boys were not runaways. Oh, look, he said the same exact thing. If you're going to run away, why would you dump your bike? Bazinga. Somebody snatched him up. It says it was a Christmas present. It was a big present for him and probably one of his most treasured possessions. To leave it within 24 hours of, get, of getting it to run away, you take your bike, if nothing else, to cover a lot more ground. Mm-hmm. And also because you're like, this is my brand new bike. Check out my sweet ride. <laughs> Check out my sweet ride. <laughs> Um, it says that he first met the boys' families in 1977 and still wonders how seriously the case was taken by police. He suspects officers decided early on that it was a matter of two streetwise boys running away from home and that their mindset did not change. Two heathens. I would be like, listen up, you little... I'd take start it myself. Yeah. Um... It says, I've always wondered whether it was treated like this because also the boys were from a poor part of town where nobody but their families and friends had any sympathy for. There you go. So I'd like to think that this isn't true, but it's always an option. And it's probably definitely true. He didn't say that. I added that last part. (laughs) We're we're over here paraphrasing. People are going to be like, oh my God. Um, it says, one person that believes the boys' background definitely did influence how the police uh, treated them was Professor David Wilson, who was a criminologist at Birmingham City University. It says him and his colleague, uh, Professor Elizabeth Yardley, believe the officers failed to treat their case as vulnerable children that they were because of the, where they were from and like how like the kid's attitude or like described or whatever. Um, it says, how do you, it says culturally, how do you approach the first 48 hours in this type of case with either urgency or they'll turn up because they're runaways? Mm -hmm. Like what a shitty thing to do. 
It says if the boys would have been from the middle class place, they wouldn't have treated it that way and it would have been treated it very differently. Yeah, they're right. That is it would have been such crap. Um, it says ten years after the case uh, started, it was reviewed by West Midlands Police. One of the officers on the review, um, I don't know, Mick Detective something something Mick Trouble, who is now retired. Says He says, they were remarkably young when they went missing, and when I looked at the case, I couldn't believe children of that age could disappear and there not be a major outcry. Which, wouldn't you think? Anytime, like, I remember, like, when I was a kid, and, like, the, the one that pops out to my mind because it was close to here was Sean Hornbeck went missing. Do you remember that? No. It was, like, up by St. Louis, and, um, like, I remember that, and it was, like, such a big... Uh, any missing kid was, and these people are just like, eh, whatever, you know, <laughs> fuck them. Like, that's basically what, to me, is what it reads like. Yep, So it sounds like. Um, it says, uh, Mick said, I was serving in the force at the time they disappeared, but it never came across my radar. At the time, there were a lot of big things going on in the force, and this case just seemed to get overshadowed because... Just a few days after the boys disappeared, 17-year-old Nic Nicola Dixon was raped and murdered in Sutton Coldfield, seven miles away from where they disappeared. Yikes. It says, the killing of a middle-class girl in a graveyard on New Year's Eve dominated not just regional and national news, but police resources. So they pretty much were just like, this Trump's... These boys. Maybe they were connected. It's pretty no, close. Because I looked it up. Um, it says, when you look back, there seemed to be a divide, but I don't know that it took anything away from the investigation. Because he was like from a different part or whatever. Different. I don't know, not branch, but. Department? Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> so he was. It was different. Um, is he Mick goes on to say when someone goes missing, you speak to the last people that saw them, you speak to the families, you look pretty much everywhere they hang out, they played, you talk to their friends, they went saw at school, like little things like that. It said, um, looking at the case that had clearly been done, but it doesn't seem to get done um what they were actually looking for because there were no red flags, like they didn't there was nothing, mm -hmm. basically. Um, it said the officers had investigated a number of false leaves in the interviewing years. By 2006, detectives were looking for looking at the case as nobody murder. So they were like, they're probably murdered, but never find them. What can you do? Um, it says they did a full forensic investigation of the house, but nothing turned up. Um, and this is like what they would have looked like, like a digitally aged mm -hmm. picture, whatever. Um, it says they looked at sex offender registries. Um, they looked in a nearby lake. They looked in fields. It, uh, the Mick guy that's basically saying that this case was treated like shit says, I have no doubt that something sinister happened. There's a possibility that they met with a very tragic accident in a place someone wouldn't have thought to look. 
The other possibility is that they were taken away and murdered. It says, this is where attention was turned to a pedophile named Brian Field. It says, at the time he went missing, Field was living only a few miles away. Three years later, he would be arrested for drinking and driving. A DNA sample uh, was taken from him and led to his conviction of a 1968 rape and murder of a Surrey schoolboy, Roy Tootill. Did he kill the girl? No. I have that pulled up. We'll talk about that, too. Um, I don't need to talk about the girl. I just figured, since he was a few miles... No, because you were... Because I knew you would ask, like, are they connected or whatever? It just it just says that they, they finally caught her guy. It was mm. some guy that, like, had abused his girlfriend, and they, like, fucked up the investigation, obviously, because they lost the DNA at first, and so they had to wait for him to get arrested, like, years later. And then they were like, oh, you killed... Nicola. They're always missing something. I know. I'm like, these people really need to get their shit together. Um, so anyway, uh, I done lost his name. Brian here, the pedophile. It says uh, he had already served a prison sentence for kidnapping two boys in the 80s. And he remains the only person in British criminal history to can be convicted of such a crime. This was in 2016. Right? Yeah. Um, they're like, could he have killed them? Obviously, we don't know because he obviously had a like a rap, past record of being rap sheet. Disgusting, yeah. Um, so I don't know. They were like, he lived nearby. He could have used the same gas station. So I'm walking around outside. Whatever. Um, it says he was also a landscape gardener, and he was probably able to dispose of the bodies. So, what? Why'd you make that face? Maybe. <laughs> so you buried on somebody's garden? I don't know. It says, when the case was reviewed in 2006, he was named a suspect. Um, he was questioned by the detectives, and they also dug up his land he used as a dumping ground. But without mm. evidence, they were unable to secure a confession. So, I guess he had, like, a big... Dump. Yeah, he had a, oh, here we go. He had a van. Dump side. He was in the area at the time, but there was nothing to tie him to the boys. They said he had nothing to lose. We said, give the parents some closure and tell us what happened. But he was always like, deny, deny, deny. So he never said anything. Not a word. So they're probably like, damn, this was like, we thought this was going to be it. Surprised they didn't just make it, that guy. Yeah. Okay, so they, <clears throat> excuse me, they couldn't get Brian. Mm -hmm. They couldn't do it. Um, they said, most people think most murderers are going to go, blah, blah, blah. It's, you know, this is what happened and this is what, you know, let me tell this big, long thing. This was like why they did it. Here's our reason. Um, but they're like, yeah, mm, I'm definitely not going to tell you. They're like, we have all this evidence. And they're like, I don't care. So I guess they kind of like expected to be like, well, we dug through your shit and he would have, he would have been like, oh, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. But he didn't. Got me again. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I just can't stay out of here. Um, it says, according to the Center for the Study of Missing Persons, most cases of missing children are resolved within the first 48 hours and only one percent of cases are open for more than a year 
And this one is open still now. So 24. after a year. It's not looking too hot. Um, it says the National, the National Crime Agency said that most children who are murdered are killed within six hours of being taken. Ugh. It says Professor Wilson believes there could have been more done in the early stages of the investigation, but can't go back in time. So what you going to do? Um, it says the view is that they were just being boys. They didn't come home. They thought they were having fun. Can you imagine? Oh, can you imagine? I would be... Oh, no, no, no. My mom probably wouldn't even have been alarmed until, like, around lunchtime the next day. But, I mean, I'm not talking about that. I'm saying the fact that they're just like... That's what I'm saying. Like, if I didn't come home one night, maybe they thought I was saying, well, that's just what he's doing. But the cops, the fact that the cops are like, boys will be bullies. Like, that, it doesn't matter if that's what you think. You still need behavior around there, but you still need to treat it as something is wrong. If the if you are involved, you need to do your job. Well, everything we talk about, no cops do their job. So everything we talk about, that's why we talk about them, I guess. (laughs) It says um, they talked about, you know, they were like they're streetwise, so they this is just shit that they do. I would, oh my god, I would punch them it says a couple of young boys disappearing together is highly unlikely it suggests that there has been a serious incident or criminal act which is why today the case sits with the homicide team well duh i need to be on i need to go let's go back in time put me on this horse um I just can't. It says, when a person goes missing, a full assessment is now carried out to determine the level of risk. A child missing from home is usually treated as high risk. And there's normally um, like child endangerment, whatever, involvement within the first 24 hours. Duh. Mm. Why? See, I can't. It makes me mad. It says, of course, today it's hard to imagine how they could just simply disappear. But back then... They're like, boys will be boys. Well, That's so stupid. That is so stupid. Um, it says, uh, David's younger brother, Lee, spoke to the media, and he said he found the hardest thing to deal with was not knowing where they are. Like, if they're dead or alive, just where are they? You know? It says, I'm convinced that there's someone out there that knows what happened to my brother, and I'm begging for them to come forward. We need to find out where they are so we can put them to rest. That information could allow my family to move on because at the minute, we've got nothing. Mm. I couldn't even imagine. Mm -mm. So, on that note, if you go over here, (laughs) this was today. Updated today. Also written today. Human remains found near Jaguar Land Rover factory in the same town they went missing as police to investigate. So, it says there... Oh, I guess they discovered on the 4th the article was written today. Um, It says police have launched an investigation after human remains were found near Jaguar Land Rover plant. Um, They're investigating the grim discovery that happened on November 4th. 
It is like a huge um, plant. It says operated by Midlands Car Giant. So I don't really know what that means. Um, but forensics teams are also investigating. Um, it said they revealed that the remains were discovered earlier this week and further searches are now being carried out. Hmm. Says a spokeswoman for a Midlands spokes. I just totally screwed that sentence up. <laughs> spokesman for West Midlands Police said. We are investigating after human remains were discovered on the land in that um, Damson Parkway on Wednesday, November 4th. The area has been uh, coated off. That way further searches can be carried out. It says the bones will obviously undergo forensic and archaeological analysis, but they're not giving any more information out at this time. Well, we don't have any. But I, I'm so saying they didn't say like, what? well, I'm saying they didn't say like, we think it was one body. We think it was 10 bodies. We think yeah, like there's enough here for it to be. Is it just like a finger? Right. It doesn't say. A femur. So that's interesting. And I never heard of them before. And it's interesting that the day that I go looking for a disappearance that I find an article that's like, by the way, in this same town. Mm -hmm. We found some bones. The so, Range Rover plant. Is that what you said? Um, Jaguar. Jaguar. So that is the mystery of the milk carton kids. Mm -hmm. Disappearance. I get, I'm assuming. It sounds like they were snatched. Yeah. Because you wouldn't leave your bike. Awesome. I know when I was a kid and I got a bike. I was on that mofo with my friends all the time. I wouldn't be like, I'm just going to leave my bike here and we're going to walk over here. We'd all be like, bitch, get on your bike. Let's go. The only time I wasn't on mine is when I've broken a bone because of my bike. Right. And if, look, we were in the 90s, so if you weren't on your bike, you had rollerblades. Blading. And then you got a car. So you were always doing, you were never walking. <laughs> Skateboarder, not a blader. <laughs> well, that, but I mean, like our generation, there was always something. You had a bike, you had blades, you were doing, you were not just walking around. You would never leave your bike, mm -mm. ever. So it is strange that the bike and the and the cops are just like, huh? Yeah, somebody took them. Definitely. Do somebody would have had to kill me to take my bike. That's for damn sure. Do you think it's the it's the pedophile guy, or do you think nah. somebody totally different? Probably someone different. There ain't no freaking telling. There really isn't. Like, I mean, they uh, they literally have nothing. Oh, well, yeah. So, it literally could be anyone. Uh -huh. And who even knows if that person is still alive? That's they why... They killed each other. That's why I also, like, hate disappearances at the same time. Because you know how I get with them. And I'm like, but now I need to know... Everything, and that's all like why I almost hate doing them because I just I, now I need to know, I, and I and I don't, I don't know, and I don't like that. <laughs> What's I mean, I'd like to know, like, right now, but tomorrow I'll probably forget about it. <laughs> oh but if somebody knows right now, let me know. Let me call me. Um, yeah, it's just weird, it's just a weird. Disappearances are always weird. Just like just like episode one. Where the Yeah, why did he do it? It's called Mary Tony's and Murder. Because I ran a poll mm. 
And I said, what do you want to hear next? And I put disappearances, cult, murder, haunting, blah, blah, blah. And disappearances won. Did it to yourself. So thanks a lot, guys. Now I'm not going to stop thinking about it. <laughs> I'm already wrapped up with Lars Midtank. We'll just add this to the list. Who's that? What? The guy from episode one huh. that ran out of the airport never to be seen again. Yeah, I'm not a member. <laughs> I'm not going to remember his name. <laughs> Let's be real. I can't. It's, uh, uh, that one just... Uh, that, uh, that I don't one. even. That's a whole nother... We already it, did that. I know, but it just really gets me. It's, it's the, it's, it's the it's one weird. that... It's the one that I think about the most, for sure. It's the weird one. For sure. Yeah. This one I'll think about. Because and now, especially since there's an update, I'm definitely gonna keep looking. Um, but I don't know. There's also one. Um, it, I mean, it's not technically. I mean, I guess it is a disappearance. But do you remember? Um, I'm trying to think. It's been a few One years. Week since you moved to and it was those boys that went missing in the ocean. Remember that? Yeah, it was like five years ago. That I, that I think about that one a lot. I have, never have until right now. <laughs> I do. I think about that one a lot. Because it's all so strange. But whatever. Every disappearance is going to be strange. I know. But that it's it's like I I just need to know what happened. I can't. But thanks, guys. <laughs> you believe in psychics and shit? Look at it. Cole, I'm like, hey, do you know where these people right. are? Where's Miss Cleo at when you need her? Miss Cleo? Yeah. You know ever heard? Well, yeah. <laughs> the scam artist in the history of people. <laughs> Call me Cleo. <laughs> I never called. Such so. bullshit. Um, so you, do you, if you were, would you guess somebody, just some random, that's who you're going with, some random person? I, I would never even begin to guess. No, I'm saying you don't think it. You're not like it was the dad, or you're like I don't even know the dad or the mom. I don't know anything (laughs) about either any of them. There's nothing about them in the story, so I can't make a guess on it. I don't have a medium suspect. Do you think it was the pedophile? No. Okay, so you have a someone that's not. If it was the pedophile, they would have at least found some kind of evidence. Yeah, it wasn't. I don't know. And, like, who's to say that these bones have been there the whole time, too? Like, somebody could have, like, buried them there, like, years later. And, like, nope, like, like when they were building this place, maybe. And they're like, well, I'm just going to put these bones here. And it's possible that they ran away. I guess. The kid could be like, fuck this bike. I hate this bike. I wanted a... Yeah, he wanted a different one. I wanted a blue bike. I ain't got no pigs. (laughs) I don't know. So... Maybe they did run away. Maybe they did. I got nothing. I don't have a clue. I don't have a clue. If I was 11 and wanted to run away bad enough, I'd, I'd throw my bike on the ground, too. <laughs> Gosh. Whatever. Um, I got to stop talking about it. I don't know what to say stop. about it. There's not a whole lot to know about it. Let's Google it all uh, night long. No. <laughs> I'm probably going to be done with this story forever as soon as this is over. <laughs> do you want to do your job? 
Uh, shout out Derek Nashin. Support my half off. <laughs> what was that? A little flare. Hmm. Little flare. You should call me boring. So. A little sound effect. Yeah. Shout out Derek and Ashton. <laughs> it's a megaphone. <laughs> yeah. It's not a very good one. You can barely understand what you're saying. I get it. <laughs> they know. They know. Derek and Ashton know. They just know. <laughs> I don't guess there's anything else. Come like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Blah, 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 blah. Um, right now, it's November. I did see um, our merch, which is linked in the description. Um, if you want to get merchandise by Christmas and still pay for standard shipping, you can do that now. But I don't know how long that's going to go on. So if you're wanting to order stuff and not pay express shipping... And you want it by Christmas, now's the time to do it. Yep. Happy Movember. Time to grow them mustaches out. Ooh, let's not. Uh, yeah, we are. I'm going to grow mine Mine's already on day five. Wait, today's the fifth, right? Mine's on day six. (laughs) You don't even know. It's going to be a nice month. You don't even know. I hate it. You hate what? Mustache. I hate your mustache. It's pretty rude. <laughs> Anything else? Mm-mm. Like us, follow us, subscribe to us, buy our merchandise. If you buy our merchandise, make sure to tag us on Instagram so we can see it. I want to see it. That's all. That's all I got. <laughs> Anything else? Final word? Mm-mm. Final thought? Mm-mm. The final grunt. <laughs> There's not enough information to have a thought. Really. I was just saying in general. Oh, you could have no. said anything. You could have been like, I love tacos, but it's too late. I do like a taco. <laughs> I am hungry, though. And it's like 11. Yeah. I'm about to eat something. Maybe some ravioli. Okay. All right, homies. Homies. Peace out, Brussels sprout. And we'll scare you later. Bye.